Another week is upon us here at the Ask Pastor John podcast, and we start the week on a somber note. Rodrigo from Brazil writes in to ask this, Pastor John, hello. I've seen your effort to combat the terrible abortion policy that has literally ripped apart thousands of precious lives. Jesus says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. So my question is, do aborted babies go to heaven, even not having the chance to be born? And to piggyback on this question, in recent online debates, critics of the pro-life movement say that if aborted babies do go to heaven, then why is abortion really a big deal in the end for Christians? What would you say, Pastor John? Well, I have argued numerous times that infants who die do go to heaven, and the articles and sermons can be found at Desiring God by simply searching, do infants who die go to heaven? I, I do believe they are in a sinful condition when they die. I don't believe, believe that they're saved because there's no original sin. That's not what I'm arguing. My view is not based on how cute or innocent they are. It's based largely on God's apparent commitment to a kind of public justice in which he makes the rejection of observable evidences of truth the basis for his final condemnation, Romans 1.20. But that's that's not what I'm arguing for now in this answer. I'm, I'm just going to assume that uh, Rodrigo can go to uh, the website and, and get more on that. I'm, I'm going to tackle why would you oppose abortion if you thought you were sending many, many babies wonderfully to heaven? To put it the way Rodrigo put it, in recent online debates, critics of pro-life say, if aborted babies go to heaven, then why is abortion really a big deal in the end for Christians? And my answer is, it is a big deal for six reasons at least. Number one, it's a big deal to kill babies in the womb because murder is a big deal. We know it's a big deal because the reason capital punishment was inaugurated by God after the flood was because of how big a deal it is to murder someone who's in the image of God. Genesis 9, 6, whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. That's what makes it such a big deal. You don't kill beings uniquely created in the image of God. Number two, it's a big deal to kill the unborn, to try to justify murder by the heavenly destination of of the one being murdered because the same justification could be used for a one-year-old or a two-year-old who are incapable still of processing and construing God's revelation. So if Christians were to buy the argument, sure, that's fine. You can go ahead and take the lives of of infants in the womb because they're going to go to heaven. Then we can just go around and kill all the one-year-olds and guarantee they go to heaven, kill all the two-year-olds and guarantee that they go to heaven, and, and we'll draw the line maybe around, I don't know, three or four. That's a horrific position to take, and is it a big deal? Number, number three, it's a big deal to justify murder that way by the heaven-bound destination of the one being murdered because the same thing— would be used then to justify killing Christians 
<laughs> let's, just, let's, let's go out and convert people, then kill them quick before they can commit apostasy or backsliding. It's a horrible logic. Number four, it's a big deal to kill those who have committed no crime just in order to dispatch them to heaven because the Bible addresses this very kind of twisted thinking when it says, shall we sin that grace may abound? In other words, somebody was trying to use the logic against Paul that uh, grace would abound wherever sin abounds. And so, well, goodness gracious, let's do some more sin. And Paul responded, shall we do evil that good may come? God forbid. So his answer is no, no, it's, it is a wrong logic to sin in order that some good might come from it. We're dealing with God here, not just pragmatics. Number five, it is a big deal because life on earth is good and wonderful. It is a, a right thing to want to be alive on the earth. And the Apostle Paul, when he weighed dying and going to be with Jesus and staying alive and serving the church, he opted to stay alive. Here's what he wrote. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, yet which I shall choose I cannot tell. I'm hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. Okay, so that that would be, well, then just choose death, for goodness sakes. But he says, verse 24, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in faith. So it is far better, he says, to be with Christ in one sense. If it's just me and my sufferings that are being taken into account, please, Lord, I would rather be home. But if I take into account my ministry, my relationships, the good I might do in glorifying God and serving people for the season that he gives me here on the earth, larger purposes are in mind. And we ought not to, to take that a possibility away from anyone. So if there's an unborn person, we shouldn't say, oh, well, they get to go to heaven, so don't give them any chance to serve God on the earth. That, that doesn't follow from biblical reasoning. And lastly, it's a big deal because it is presumption to step into God's place and try to make the assignments to heaven and to hell. God is the judge, not us. Our duty is to obey God, not play God. So yes, babies do go to heaven, I believe. And no, don't kill them because they're in the image of God and because earth is their home on the way to heaven, and rightly so, and because we are not God. Amen. Very good. Thank you, Pastor John. And tomorrow we return to the abortion topic and talk about whether or not Christians can, in good conscience, pay taxes to a government that subsidizes the abortion industry. It's an important question on the table. And for everything related to this podcast you need to know, go to desiringgod.org forward slash John. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. I'll see you tomorrow on the Ask Pastor John podcast.